Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Hey there, coming up on the podcast, Barbara Lang. She's got a new book, Memories of the Moonlight Special and Grand Beach Train Era. Also, a couple guys from the Winnipeg Jazz Orchestra, Richard Gillis and Al Kay. The season gets going this weekend. And Stephen Sim and Mike Hammond will be on the podcast to talk about the Winnipeg Improv Festival also on this weekend. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now, the podcast. Barbara Lang joins us on the phone now. Sorry about that, Barbara. I like to get the listeners on when they call in. And thank you very much for doing this. Congratulations on the book. Thank you for having me on the show, Hal. Yeah, Memories of the Moonlight Special and Grand Beach Train Era. Why did you want to do this book, Barbara? Well, there were several things that um, pointed me in that direction. I think the first thing was uh, when I was growing up in England as a little girl, my dad, who was a railway ticket collector, would use his rail pass to take the family to English beaches by train. Hmm. And then when I came to Canada and uh, nobody's using the train on a daily basis, it was a totally different world. But then I found out that a train used to run to Lake Winnipeg. And so I decided to concentrate on the east side because that was the CN line. And my husband is a a retiree of CN for 39 years. Oh, fantastic. And then you and I have chatted over the past couple of weeks. And, of course, I'm on uh, Winnipeg Beach. I'm on the other side of the lake. And there were trains that went back and forth there as well. It's a big part of the history of of that part of our province as well. Uh, But the book goes into much more than just the trains. Talk about that. Okay, I was looking for people's memories, the kind of memories where you sit around the kitchen table or the dinner table and say, hey, do you remember so-and-so and so-and-so? So So I wanted to draw those out and hopefully some photographs that haven't been seen before. And that was my main idea. So I interviewed people like um, one fellow, Harry McPhee, sorry. Uh, He he talked about his grandfather, who was the first engineer – to take the train into uh, the first work train into Victoria Beach. Hmm. So we've got people in their 80s and 90s talking about their grandparents or parents that lived through that era. Yeah, good for you for telling stories like this because, you know, as those people pass away, we lose so much history. And I think it's wonderful that you've uh, you've put it in this in this beautiful book, which has a lot of pictures, too. And I really enjoyed that. Like, I'm, I just flipped open now to the picture of Lankies, right, which, of course, is, is huge in Grand Marais to this day. Yes, well, that actually is a, photo, a modern photograph that I took because people talked about Lankies as they talked about many other things, like the the Moonlight Inn, the concessions, the carousel, I mean, hot lips, ginger beer, you name it. There's so much out there that people still remembered, and I just wanted, as you say, to capture it before it's gone. Tell me about hot lips, ginger beer. I've never heard that, but I read that as I, uh, I read through the book. What is hot lips, ginger beer? Well, apparently Walter Bratson made his own ginger beer, and the reason that he did that was because it was during a time when alcohol wasn't legally allowed. Right. Prohibition. And so everybody would go to the dance pavilion and, uh, you know, the gentlemen would say to their girlfriends or new, newly acquainted girlfriends, say, oh, would you like a drink? And they'd say, oh, well, no, I can't have a drink. Oh, yeah, you can have this. It's hot lips, ginger beer. It had a very distinctive snap to it, apparently. Huh. 
Wow, very cool. Um, I got to ask you about one thing I read on the back of the book, uh, you know, sort of the description of what you're doing with the book. Uh, it talks about you going on creepy crawls through cemeteries. Really? Yes. Well, you know, I wanted to find out some of the people that were there or somebody would mention somebody's name and I couldn't find them. So I'd go and look in the cemeteries. And yeah, actually, I enjoy walking through cemeteries and uh, saw one beautiful headstone from one fellow who had obviously been a railway worker up in um, Bolson Bay area. And uh, he had had a train engine uh, sketched into the into the stone. Hmm. Well, Barbara, thank you for doing this, really. Uh, you've uh, told a great history, and I think it's really important work, and, and I know, I'm sure it was a, a love to do it. I'm, I'm sure it was a passion project, but uh, everybody else can now benefit from it, so thank you for that. Thank you, Hal. Hey, before I let you go, let me ask you something, and I'm, I'm at first I thought, well, maybe I won't say this out loud, but I'll say it out loud. I think they should bring these trains back on both sides <laughs> of the lake, don't you? Okay, I have this thing that I go around telling everybody I'm looking for a multimillionaire, and they look at me and I say, no, I'm serious, because I want that train line to be reinstalled from uh, the um, South Beach Casino area, Scanterbury, up to Grand Beach. That's one of my dreams. Well, uh, you and I got to work together then, because I would love to see that happen on my side of Lake Winnipeg, on the west side of Lake Winnipeg as well. And and I don't know as though we'd have to find a multimillionaire. I, I think there might be ways to do it uh, for less than that, but maybe I'm wrong. So we got to work together, Barbara, because I would love to see that happen again. I think it would be great for the communities on the lake, and I think it would be great for Winnipeg, great for the whole province. It would be awesome. Let's work together on it. All right, you're on. Barbara, thank you very much. And I want to mention quickly, you've got a bunch of events coming up, but the big launch is coming up on Sunday, this weekend, Sunday at 2 McNally McNally Robinson in Grant Park. You'll be there, I'm sure. You'll be signing books and reading as well. Yes, I'm so looking forward to meeting people. It's funny how that uh, a lot of people, obviously I met face-to-face, but a lot of people I conducted my interview through the phone or mm-hmm. email, so I yeah. haven't even known them. So I'm looking forward to meeting especially those people. Wow. Well, the first one, there are others as well. The first one is Sunday at 2, McNally Robinson Grant Park. Barbara Lang, thank you again, and best of luck with the book. Thank you very much, Al. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A couple of very talented men are here, Richard Gillis and Al Kay with the Winnipeg Jazz Orchestra. Guys, thanks for coming in today. Appreciate it. My pleasure, our pleasure. Yeah, so great to be here. You brought your trumpet, uh, Richard, you play the trumpet, and uh, Al, you play the trombone, and I'm anxious to hear the two of you uh, together. Now, this is just a taste, I, and, and I appreciate you playing along, but as an orchestra, how many of you are there? Well, it depends on the concert, but uh, generally around 17 Wow. In the big band. Yeah. And obviously all local and been doing this for a long time. And We started in 1997. Um, hmm. A big band is kind of like the orchestra for jazz musicians. And, yeah. Uh, and it's just great. Uh, most, of, most of the players play in small groups like trios and duos or quartets. Yeah. But the chance to play in big band, is, I mean, that goes way back for jazz musicians. Yeah, I'll bet. And uh, the new season kicks off on Sunday. Tell us some details. Well, we have a, a six-concert series, and we've done that, you know, we've had that for many years, mm-hmm. since 1997. But uh, so we try to bring a varied program. The pr- program on 
Sunday is Bourbon Street Parade, and uh, it features Al Kay, and, uh, and uh, Al Kay is kind of world-renowned trombonist from Toronto. Um, Chris Butcher is a, is a trombonist that um, has come back to Winnipeg for this concert. Mm-hmm. He's been living in Toronto and now in New Orleans. So we'll, we'll have a little New Orleans flavor plus some other ditties as well. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I guess people can check it out. You've got a website, winnipegjazzorchestra.com, and they'll be able to find all the information there, make it nice and easier. If you uh, miss that or, or can't find it, let me know and I'll I'll help you out. Al at cjob.com or 204-780-6868. So uh, you explain what Sunday is all about, and then what are the other concerts? Can you give us an idea what some of the flavors will be for those? Well, we have Ken Poplowski, one of the best clarinet players in the world, uh, very entertaining for our November the 11th concert, I Remember When, it's kind of an appropriate theme for that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, in December, we've got, uh, we're doing our own arrangement of a Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, you know, some of that material. So yeah. if you know that, we're doing a Stevie Wonder uh, themed show in February. And um, David Braid is coming to do A Kind of Blue, which is uh, music of uh, Chet Baker in March. Mm-hmm. And then we're finishing off with a Latin concert in Papa Mambo uh, in on April the 29th, I think yeah. that is. Very cool. So Al, you're from Toronto then. You've just come in to, to do this? Yes, uh, I've been actually in Winnipeg many times. Actually, I used to travel with the Royal Winnipeg Ballet as one of their principal dancers. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, well, because there's about as much a chance that's true as me being with the ballet. No, so. I, was, I was in the orchestra, but I had seven seasons traveling yeah. with the Winnipeg Ballet. So I know Winnipeg very well, and I've played here quite a few times over yeah. the years. So. It must be fun yeah. to do some traveling and do what you, you know love, what eh? You know what? Meeting musicians that we'd never played before right. uh, until last night, you know, and the band members, I've played with some of them before, but many of them, and they're all great musicians here in Winnipeg, and... But you could go around the world and and meet like-minded uh, musicians yeah. that all love playing together, and this that's what we're dealing with this time. Yeah. Uh, so looking forward to the concerts. Yeah, and, I think yeah. with the Winnipeg Jazz Orchestra, one of the goals is to get people across jazz musicians across Canada to work together mm-hmm. to uh, you know do collaborations. Uh, Al's been on my list. He doesn't know it. He's been on my list for a long time, and it won't be the only time we have Al here because uh, again, we're just trying to. Bring especially yeah. Canadians. We yeah, do yeah. bring international people, but especially mm-hmm. Canadians. Let me ask you a question, and I ask a lot of musicians this question because you know I came to Winnipeg in '89, and back then there were lots of places for musicians to play, singers and musicians. And it's getting less and less all the time. It's it's hard almost, I think, for some musicians to find a place to play. Do you guys? I mean, other than you know the Winnipeg Jazz Orchestra and what you do every year, is that what, a challenge that you're seeing as well, or? It's, I think it's a challenge around the world, and yep. it's not just uh, Toronto or Winnipeg or anywhere, but New York's the same way, LA's Absolutely. the same way. Huh. But you know what? The kids nowadays don't get to hear brass and saxophones and recordings right. or even exactly. commercials, and a lot of pop bands now are all computer-based, like they travel with... Uh, two keyboards and singers and everything's on computer and yeah. they're, they're even miming to their tracks. They don't even sing anymore, you know? Yeah. So it really has changed over the years that way. Yeah. It is a shame, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Live, yeah. live music is just connects better than anything else. Great lead in because I'd like to hear some live music right now. It's funny you guys got here and you, you came in during the break and we're chatting and, and Al looked at me and goes, 
we're playing. <laughs> I don't know if that was a joke or not, but I don't. I, I realize it's a trombone and a trumpet, and you yeah, can't yeah. you can't do much. But hey, give us hey. give us a little. Oh, no, no, we no. Do less. you know what I mean. You guys are very talented, but I mean we're talking about uh, you know the jazz orchestra, obviously involving yeah, yeah. a lot more uh, members. But I appreciate you guys playing along. So give us a little something, please. Richard Gillis and Al K. Winnipeg Jazz Orchestra, trombone and trumpet. happening tonight, tomorrow, and again on Saturday, the Winnipeg Improv Fest. And Stephen Sim and Mike Hammond are here. Guys, thanks a lot for coming in. Thanks for, for, thanks having, for having, us. having us. Appreciate it. Winnipeg Improv Fest. Tell us about it. Well, it started way back in the year 2000, and we're still doing it today. We're still making shows up, and it's very fun and very funny. Uh, starts tonight. It goes uh, tomorrow and Saturday as well. The shows are a little different each night, uh, so tell us about it. Completely different each night. It's all happening at the Gas Station Arts Center. Tonight, our opening show we have, it's called Sketch Provmedy. It's a fusion of sketch comedy, improv, and some stand-up comedy, too. We've got Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall. Very cool. He's going to do a set. Very, Mm -hmm. very funny. And then we've got Family Dinner is going to do some sketch comedy. And we're all gonna we're gonna improvise uh, material uh, from the comedy that's happening, from the sketch comedy, and from Kevin McDonald as well. We've got some stand up too, Mike Hammond. Yeah. Uh, you got the job, yeah. Mike. Yeah, you yeah, got the job. Uh, I did an open mic last night, and they just pulled me off the stage. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just visited from St. John's, and I just figured, hey, why not? And you, you're an improv guy as well, though. Yeah, I've been doing improv for 16 years now, and uh, I was I was fortunate enough to get an invite to the festival. And, uh, yeah, the, the cast is so amazing. I'm so excited to work with these people. They are masters from all over North America, and I'm so, so pleased to be among them. Yeah. Stephen said uh, in our emails back and forth, he said, hey, maybe when we do the interview, Hal, you'll do some improv with us. And I said, no way. <laughs> I mean, I guess what we do is similar in some ways. Um, but, boy, if somebody said to me, go and prepare five minutes and be funny, that's pressure I can't handle. Yeah, n- me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that we'll get you, we'll get you one of these days. Maybe. We'll get maybe you one next of these. year. Maybe now that next we year. know each other, yeah. maybe we can talk. Maybe okay. we can talk, yeah. I think so. So will you guys do a little improv here for us right now? How does, this, how does it normally work? Does it normally start with a, with a word or a concept? Or, exactly. Okay. Yeah, usually we work with a, a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to prove that we're actually making it up. And the this, amount of people who don't believe it's made up, they're oh, like, oh, you're going to do this show now for a while, are you? Okay, now, yeah, yeah, you planned that, you planned that. Yeah, the amount of people who don't believe you're making it up is, is Okay, amazing. I got one for you, okay? Okay, I'm, we'll I'm going to set you guys up. Okay, you guys, we'll, we we'll do like di- a short little bit. Yeah, we haven't discussed this at all. No, okay? we haven't. No, we haven't. No, all right. we haven't. <laughs> um, 
we need a new show on CJOB. It mm-hmm. is the Stephen and Mike show. Okay. Go. And welcome back. We're here. Stephen and Mike. We do, don't, do, yes, do you do weed. <laughs> Now, now, no. Everyone's talking about if you do weed or if you don't do weed, and we're, we're you know, we're, if you call in, please, we're going to find out if you do weed or don't do weed. How do you do weed, Steve? I don't even know how to do do I heard, weed. I heard hot spoons are a uh, hot topic. Hot knives, uh, hot forks. Uh, we're waiting for the legislation. Waiting for the legislation. Lineups around the block. Do you do weed? We're taking taking calls now. Hi, uh, I just uh, can I can I buy weed off you? Uh, no, this is a radio. No, this is CJOB. We're not. Uh, we we what, don't what sell do anything. <laughs> what? Why did I call you then? I, uh, this makes. We're just. It's talk. We're talking about it. Can you talk about selling me some weed? Uh, no, you gotta go. You gotta go onto the lineup and and stand in line. It's yeah. Uh, I don't want to do that. Well, so I'm sorry. This is why I had a drug dealer. You're pushing people out of business. This is why I call him. He'd sell me weed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and scene. Okay. Fantastic, right. guys. All right. All that right. is great. And actually, if you tuned in to CJOB yesterday, not far off that. <laughs> not right. far yeah, off that exactly. as it went legal. And that was kind of all we talked about and right. all, all people wanted to talk about. Right. Yeah. Was... Now, does it help, though? Like, have you guys ever done any improv together before? Or was no. that kind of a first? So well, we, does it get better? Not that that yesterday. wasn't great. We met yesterday. Or is it better that you don't know each other and you haven't worked with each other, Mike? I think, uh, uh, well, St- Stephen's a master. Uh, yeah. He's He's been doing this longer than uh, most people have been alive. Uh, and so it's ve- he and makes he it very... he appreciates you pointing that out. And, and, he's, uh, uh, and it's very easy to work with him. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, familiarity and you know people's tics, you know people's yeah. thought patterns right. does make it easier. But yeah. when, when you're at the level Steve is, Steve can make me look amazing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, it, like in, in this business, uh, when you work with somebody, when you do a morning show, and I, I've done a morning show here and a morning show on Power 97, a rock morning show, it's all about the chemistry. And you don't know if you have that chemistry with no. that person until you start doing it. And it's that's true. why a lot of people lose their jobs in this business <laughs> or you get lots of different people coming through because you're trying to find that chemistry. Right. Now, uh, as Mike was saying, with improv, a lot of strangers who are doing improv, we can get thrown together in an improv at a festival and we find that chemistry yeah. really quickly. And then you go, man, I want to work with him again. And then the longer you work together, then you start getting that rapport and then you can get it to the next level. Yeah. So yeah. so we uh, so we meet during the day, uh, we hang out, we workshop some stuff. We're not planning anything, but we're finding that chemistry. Yeah. We mostly just joke around and like, you know, yeah. you know, you know talk the talk. We just, we just kind of get to know each other and just getting to know each other and finding out what, what people find funny and what people find interesting. Right. Uh, you know, even their, their politics or their hopes and their dreams. Yeah. It kind of gives you a sense of who that person is and like how, how will I perform with this person on stage. Yeah. And where are you from again, Maritimes? Uh, St. John's, Newfoundland. So you come to Winnipeg, you want to try and throw some Winnipeg and Manitoba references into the show as well, don't you? Because I know oh, make so much. Yeah, one. Blue Bombers, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> you're quick. <laughs> how, how, uh, 
how uh, you guys are the former murder capital of the of the country. We right? might still be, but we don't I, like that. So it's yeah, good that you. No, I think yeah, Saskatoon I think took you over. Oh, I think, really? I think, yeah, so. yeah, I think, I think so. we can okay. get it back. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should all just start counting money in ATMs again. Yeah, and go bombers. <laughs> good for you. Man. That's great. Go so we talked about tonight. Yes. Uh, talk about tomorrow night and Saturday because the show changes. The, the show changes on Friday. We're doing a, a, a show. It's a real time animation show. So what does so that mean? Excited. We're animating a show live on stage. We've partnered with uh, a company from Winnipeg that does virtual reality. Give them a plug. Who? Uh, Flipside. Flipside cool. XR. Wow. And they do, they've created the software that allows you to do real-time animation. So we're on stage. The uh, improvisers put on uh, the VR headgear, and then it's projected onto a screen behind them. And the animated characters are right there. Wow! It's live. It's it's so cool. We did it. We did it this summer at the at the Fringe, a completely sold out run, and uh, so we're, we're remounting it here for the Improv Festival. Wow! I can't wait. I've never done VR before, let alone in front of two hundred people. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be so amazing. So, uh, so that's that, tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night. That's Friday night. Oh. Uh, it's called Pixels and Friends. Mm-hmm. And then we have some local showcases too. So some local groups like uh, uh, Club Soda or Unexpected Results, uh, the Horrible Friends. They're doing uh, little sets as well. Yeah. And uh, and then we're also doing a late night show on Friday. And that's an, an experts show. We're having experts come in and tell stories and uh, tell people about their expertise. And then we're improvising off of that. Huh. We're wow. Very creative stuff, Stephen. Good yeah. for you. Well, we and try. then Saturday, final day. Saturday, final day, uh, we're doing a, a show with a, a collaboration with the Winnipeg Writers Festival. So we've got some writers coming in and they're reading uh, work that they've, they've got ahead of time that the improvisers don't know. And we listen to that and then we're inspired by that. And then we're also doing something called the Haiku Deathmatch. Uh, which is a, 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 a competitive haiku show, <laughs> which uh, they go together very well. Yeah, I, think I was haiku just going to say, wow, death what a, match. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing says competition like haiku. <laughs> <Haikus>? Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, so the, was that a haiku? I'm was trying to haiku? count it right now. <laughs> so the Writers' Festival has been doing this uh, haiku death match for a while, and uh, the Improv Festival and the Writers' Festival have been uh, friends for a while, which yeah. doesn't make sense because improvisers and writers don't usually get along. Mm. But we're we're trying to bridge that uh, we're trying to bridge that gap. And then the late night show on Saturday, we're doing improvised ghost stories. Oh wow! So not only very funny show, very scary and spooky as well. We're we're going to be improvising with tension and suspense, and it's going to be. Re- we did it last year too, and it's so good. And we have some horror experts as well from Seattle. Exactly the the improvisers that we have from Seattle do an improvised horror show yeah. so they're going to be working with us to like how to create that tension yeah it's going to be super fun yeah. very cool show so I'm curious to know guys like Mike they're anxious to come and be a part of this eh? yeah of course yeah yeah. I mean it sounds like really cool stuff like you're not just you know sticking a couple guys on stage and just like okay you know, now impro- go like no. yeah you're doing really cool conceptual stuff yeah yeah, and we like to collaborate with uh, other people, like the the, the virtual reality company, yeah. or the writers festival, mm-hmm. or or experts in in different fields. Yeah. yeah, tickets tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday. Tickets still available. Tickets still available at the door. Also online, you can uh, just Google uh, Gas Station Art Center Winnipeg Improv Festival, and you'll be able to find the online yep. links. You can get them online, uh, get them at the door, uh, but get them. Because, and what about show times? What times? Uh, so the early shows are at eight o'clock, and the late shows are at ten thirty. All at the Gas Station Art Center in Osborne Village. Stephen, Mike, great to meet you guys. Good luck with it. Yeah, Thanks so thank much. you. Stephen Sim, Stephen Sim, and Mike Hammond. The Winnipeg Improv Festival goes tonight, tomorrow night, and uh, Saturday night. Sounds like a 
really cool event. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.